Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the greatest show on earth. Welcome to the bunker in Southern California. Today, sitting across from me is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to bring the heat again. We're going old school right now. Yeah. Yeah. Little change up. Yeah. Savage change up. Ah. Yeah. yeah, he got Jamal pumped up. He pumped himself up. Yeah, man. You know when I listen to that, man, I'm like, maybe there's a chance for this country after all. Maybe there's a shot. Something's gonna happen. And on sound, oh, blue eyes, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, <laughs> engineer <laughs> for the hard look. Show, <laughs> yeah, that, I like that. It's like that Russian guy. Yeah, this is kind of uh, you know blue eyes, just in a way, Puerto Rican blue eyes. It's a it's a Russian guy, and he's that famous guy who's so weird. He's like wearing a suit, and he's just like singing with a weird ass look on his face. Yeah, like 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 Dracula. And everything's like khaki. <laughs> the yeah. background's khaki. His tie is khaki. <laughs> it's all beige. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that you today, Sean? That's me. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. All right. Kind of cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, these are other Russian sound effects. Uh, <laughs> Here's the other Russian uh, sound effect. Uh, the Chernobyl. <laughs> That's somebody yelling at Sean in Russian. That's the hackers trying to get the uh, virus the, database. Hey, did you hear about Twitter got hacked? Every yeah, major account yeah, got hacked. Yeah. Obama got hacked. All these yep. Twitter accounts, and they put up, like, from even uh, Bill Gates's. Twitter account got hacked and like the people who put up uh, like a scam and said, I'm matching donations in Bitcoin. Oh, so Bessos and yeah, all them did too. Yeah. yeah. So send your, send your, really? yeah. So send yeah. your donations and I'll match it. And they made like, I don't know. Twitter's trying to figure out, they think it's an inside job. They think someone of the employees gave a back door. Really? Yeah. But what was crazy from that story is it never said that uh, Trump got hacked and he uses Twitter like every day. So like, Obama, Bezos, Gates, every major person you could think of got hacked except Trump. Hmm. Huh. It's Interesting. Odd. Like if it was the Russians that were doing yeah. it, right? If it was the Russians that were doing it. That yeah. would make sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was uh. them giving directions to Trump on how to avoid being yes. hacked by mm. the Russians. Mm. Cozy Bear is the name of one of the the uh, the, the hunch. Now, another thing that came in, I'm just going to sift through the mailbag, Steve. Please do. <laughs> I'm going to sift absolutely. through the, And Rachel Sterling, if you remember Kitty Sterling. Yes, who had absolutely. A, a bombshell. Gorgeous. Story. And yes. Native, huge. Native. Tracks of land. And uh, interesting, very deep backstory. Um, she deep, wants to deep backstory. Deep. She wants to know if uh, she sent us something for our deep. Right. She wanted to. She wanted to. Uh, she backstory. Want, <laughs> she wanted to know, like, because um, she's planning to do some stuff on the internet. She said she sent me a video. She sent us actually a video and wanted to know if she should recreate this. So, uh, without okay. any further ado, this is uh, the original video, and then you guys decide. If this is something she should recreate. I'm seeing a gay man in a thong going down a sand dune. He's humping the sand. He's kind of voguing, like voguing out. He looks like Freddie Mercury. I, <laughs> where would you? And they're doing it. You know, they're doing it over to Truth Hurts. That's the song that's in the background. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't even. So messing. Up. It's just all bad. What would you? So would it? Would we want to see uh, Kitty Sterling in a thong humping the sand? Yes, absolutely. We want to see that, but we don't want to see that guy. Let me tell you, I'm just wondering about the sand. He's just covered in it. Oh, oh, oh. Puss, puss. <laughs> puss, puss. What is going that? going on over there, bro? What, what is that? What, is what that? happened to those people? <laughs> what is that? Uh, 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 puss, puss. Like, <laughs> on a scale of... I don't know what's going on with those people, bro. Hey, Steve, like on a scale of one to gay, like where is that? Where does this video fall? That's like meth gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an extra level of gay. That's like meth gay. <laughs> you hear that? You know what? I have to. Well, next oh, time boy. Schmitty and Bizarro and Lepke come in, that's going to be some sound effects when they're talking about. Ah, rat, rat. Ah. That was like meth queen gay. <laughs> kitty, kitty. Yeah. Puss, puss. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's going on. Uh, all right. That's pretty wild. So. All right. So shout out to. Our little native friend. Yeah. Apache descent. Yes. Kitty. We enjoyed that. Yeah. That we're was still, fan. we're figuring it out. So yeah. Call get a, in. Get a hold of us and let us know. Yeah. Let us know if you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or go down the dune and everything. Uh, I think so that would be great. Let us know something. Right. We, we, at least, we at least need something to help us bounce back from that. Yes. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> we got taken into meth queen gay status. We got to, we need something. To- She's actually good friends with Patrick Hollick too. Is is she? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Patrick Hollick is who? The photographer. That? We're having on. Okay. But what what are Today? his yep. what are his credentials? He's gonna get on and tell us man. The guy's one of these guys that like shoots Balenciaga for a day and makes a hundred grand. That type hmm. of shit. Who? Balenciaga? Yeah. Who's that? That's like a big brand. Oh. 
Do you have like, you ever heard of Palenciaga? I heard him say it before, but I, I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. Dude, what's what, what is? It's po- just a luxury brand that's popular. Oh, all right. Okay. See, fucking Steve knows shit. Yeah, yeah but he shoots it's, that type of stuff, and he does these campaign shoots, like you know, or he'll fly out to Europe and shoot for a week and make like thirty, forty grand. Right. Or right. more than that. Probably. You know? Right. All right. So, that must uh, be nice. And then he takes down. He takes them down. <laughs> he takes them down. I mean, dude, when this you're a guy, yeah, this guy has got a portfolio. So does he I mean when you're a photographer so see when you see him you're not gonna believe it. What? What do you mean? I like this. Well, he's a troll, but he takes no, him down. No, he just you're just seems like a regular guy. Yeah. Maybe he's got a huge one, man. Maybe he's just got like a crazy horse long. Well, maybe. Puss, puss. Puss, puss. <laughs> oh, Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, guys, you got to stop with all that shit, man. One thing's a video. You got to react like a couple of fucking real fucking. Oh. Hey, you guys sound too good at that shit, man. Oh. Oh, well, all right. Uh, what about, dude, what about this thing that's going on in Portland? Have you heard about Trump sending federal troops to kidnap protesters? What? Yeah. To kidnap protesters? It's absolutely happening. Wait, break that down for us, Uh In Portland, all right, the Trump has gotten unmarked, unmarked, camouflage. So wait, first of all, what's going on in Portland? Okay, Where's there's it? just been nothing but like 49 days straight of protests. Oh, shit. 49 days straight, and it's being organized by something called like the Northwest Youth Protest League. But anyway, it started in Oregon, but it encapsulates Washington and some other stuff. And these dudes are militant, like, fuck the system. They're like high summer high Anarchists? schoolers. No. No. They're, I think that they're just anti-capitalists. Mm. Okay. And they're serious. And, in, and they've been, they, and they've strategized and organized the protest to keep them ongoing. Like shifts. Okay. Shit like that, right? Wow. So the cops are getting exhausted. Right. Wow. And they're just keeping it going. Okay? So then Trump sent in marshals, federal marshals. Okay. Okay? And they are in camouflage. So you, and they, you don't know. The insignias and all that shit are covered up. And these marshals are grabbing protesters and kidnapping them. But who's detaining them? Border Patrol. And they're, they're detaining them because... Homeland Mar- Security? No. What? No. The mayor of Portland has even come out and said, like, the president, Donald Trump's got to remove the militarized federal uh, agents that he deployed to the city after some detained people on streets far from federal property that they were sent to protect. So technically, the, the protesters have been targeting some of the federal buildings in Portland. Mm-hmm. And then Trump sent federal troops to protect the building. But some of those, quote unquote, troops are agencies that are kidnapping some of the protesters and detaining them indefinitely. Damn. And that's it's, some shady shit. It's, 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 it's fucking real. Like, that's really happening. And you got to kind of like... Being ra- detained? Yeah. Like in... Where and for how long? N- f- nobody knows the answer to that. Think about that. Where else does that shit happen? Where else would it be that... You could have an American citizen not arrested, 
but detained for how long by federal, by a branch, some federal branch, not the military, because the, the generals already told Trump, like, you know, you could shove it up your ass. So he, now he's leaning on Marshall's federal police. Wow. And he can't use the FBI because they hate him. So all he's got is, and I think I read somewhere that it's the border, the border, the border guards, the customs agents are the ones holding them because they technically can hold somebody that's coming through uh, indefinitely. You don't have the same right. When you're crossing into the United States and you're passing through a federal security checkpoint from the foreign side to the U.S. side, you don't have the same rights against unreasonable search and seizure that you do once you're on American soil and now it's the police. And the reason being is, is that, and this is something that's been long held, is that, you know, f- uh, that, that the country, the federal government has a right to really be super safe on who's coming in. So they're going to check anything and they don't need a warrant. Okay. Right? They're just the fact that you're coming in from... So they can detain people indefinitely up mm. to a point. So the, the scuttlebutt is that he's using marshals to go in and pull them out of the protest. That's and crazy. then they're being held by Border Patrol. Think about that. Think about how much... And, dude, did you read that the data from the CDC is missing? That the Trump has cut CDC out of whatever information response science stuff is going on from the Trump administration regarding COVID. He's cut CDC out and now the data is missing from the CDC. That's not made up. What the fuck? I'm telling you right now, it might sound like hyperbole or it might sound like hyperbole overstating something to the extreme. It might sound like that, but I think we really have to seriously consider that Trump and his henchmen are really trying to do a, a, an actual takeover of this country. I don't think you, I don't think I don't think you can kind of safely say that he's got enough people around him that are quasi normal and competent, and they're not going to allow that to happen. I don't think you can safely say that. To be honest with you, I don't think you can safely say that anymore. What are we? What what's going to happen? If come election day, it's delayed because of a state emergency, right? COVID, emergency, riots. We can't, we can't have any of that, right? So what happens when Trump won't leave the White House? What happens when Stephen Miller, right, who's a known, like, white supremacist, who's in his cabinet, is going to help him stay in the White House? What's going to happen when the white supremacists actually back Trump's power play? Who's going to come to the rescue? Who's going to sell shirts? Who's going to be in business? Who's going to, I mean, think about this. This is, he's trying to, Fauci, who got a medal of whatever (coughs) from, (coughs) for his scientific work in years previous and is at, at minimum a well-respected scientist who's still in the cabinet and he's not fired and yet Trump's isolating him. I mean, I'm just trying to say like, where are we going with this? What are we going to do? Steve, what do you think? It sounds just 
now that you put in those terms, it sounds like that might be a reality that this guy's trying to over just take us over him and his henchmen. I mean, you think about like all the dissent that's kind of happened. Maybe maybe that's even too strong of a word. Just like disagreement that's happened within his cabinet, and think of the turnover that's happened in his cabinet. Like right, how many chiefs of staff did he go oh through? My, I mean, four, like three or four. Uh, he's fired. Everybody's left. It seems like at least a, almost every position that he he has under his cabinet is all vacated. Look at this. I'll read to you from from the article. One video showed two people in helmets and green camouflage with police patches grabbing a person on the sidewalk, handcuffing them and taking them into an unmarked vehicle. Who are you? Someone asked the pair who did not respond. At least some of the federal officers belong to the Department of Homeland Security. Customs and Border Protection said in a statement that its agents had information indicating the person in the video was suspected of assaulting federal agents or destroying federal property. Once CBP agents approached the suspect, a large and violent mob moved towards their location. For everyone's safety, CBP agents quickly moved the suspect to a safer location. You believe that? Huh. That sounds fishy. <laughs> Even the report. Right. It's Portland. What the fuck is Customs Border Patrol doing in fucking Portland? Last I checked, Portland border California and fucking Washington. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, why is Where it? did Portland become part of Canada? Right. right. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean. Huh. Now, when you talk about Trump, yeah. you talk about the lost, you know, the groups or, or, or whatever you might want to call them. Well, you mentioned already the military is not with them. Right. Okay. And the FBI is not with them. Right. And is the CIA not with them either? CIA hasn't been with them from the beginning. Okay. Then you have his own family's not really with them. Mary Trump, his niece, wrote a book. <laughs> okay. Then you have both wings, right wing and left wing media, aren't with them. Okay, then you got to take a look at a lot of businesses aren't with him. The political establishment isn't with him. So you take all that together and, and you and, you know, you could ask yourself, like, look, what's more likely than not? Like, let's just play a little game of like, what's the odds? What's the what do you think? Right. So is it more likely than not that there is a coordinated effort between international heads of state, both wings of the media, the military industrial complex, business, his own family, right? And right and left wing media all working in unison to try to portray him as a jerk and it's unfair or does he just piss off most of the people he comes into contact with? Like, what's more likely than not? That his family and the international community are working together to get rid of him because he's got, he's so full of truth and he's so full of amazing, like, freedom that they can't allow this guy to free all of everyone around the world. So we're all going to work together, or he's just an asshole. Sean. <laughs> Sean, what do you, where do you fall on? What's more likely than not? I mean, you know, you know where I fall. No, I don't. I mean, I do, but where, where, tell the listener. Uh, yeah. Come down, man. Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely an asshole. Right. 
I mean, the proof's in the pudding. Pretty much. <laughs> and, I he mean, doesn't give a fuck. No. He, he doesn't did. really give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He markets he, he doesn't give a fuck about this country. That right. we're clear on. 100%. He markets himself as an asshole. Like, like, right. Right. Like, wasn't that He's what. He's never not been an asshole. Right. He knew that he was an asshole coming in. Right. That's why he was. <laughs> he knew that we knew. Right. We, we wanted thought, everybody to The know whole he was show, an The Apprentice, was about him being an asshole to a bunch of people, firing we'll, him. Watch every interview with this fucking guy since the time he started getting interviewed. Right. He's an right. asshole. Right. He's an arrogant asshole. Right. right. And, and at first it was amusing because you're like, ah, right. Oh, right yeah. that, look at this fucking guy. going to try out an asshole. Yeah. In right, the right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but then he fucking made it into the White House. And now. The he's, joke's on everybody else. The joke's on everybody else, man. Boy, that's. So, yeah, that's going on. And Mary Trump, you know, writes this book. She's his niece. She writes this book. She, like, published, like, it, I think it went out last week. Sold nearly a million copies on the first day. So it's not his sister, it's his niece? It's his niece. It's his niece. Okay. And he wrote, uh, she, she knew him. She, in fact, he hired her to write to go to Epstein's island. <laughs> <laughs> he got her a job working with Epstein. <laughs> go on. He fucking had. Uh, he hired her to ghostwrite his memoirs or his like, you know, autobiography. The, no, the the art of the comeback. You're gonna say he hired her to give him a massage. <laughs> <laughs> he hired her. <laughs> okay, and. and and uh so so this this chick worked for him too oh dude she knew him from since she was a little girl she's got the book i guess is full of chock full of crazy shit too bad we didn't have that book to open up today oh i mean we 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 could have i mean i don't know but the point is is she said that uh she listen to this so he goes i all right (laughs) i want you did she say that he put his hands on her (laughs) she's i think she's a lesbian I think that Mary Trump because is of what a Trump did her, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. They took a lot of family photos with her sitting on his lap. So I don't know. You take that whichever okay. way. Anyway, look, we're just joking. We don't know that for a fact. But my point is, she point is the president be grabbing bitches in the pussy. Well, he admitted that. Yeah, he yeah. admitted that. Go ahead. He that is true. He did. He grabbed the snapper. Didn't even. He t- and he was bragging about it. He wasn't like you know ashamed of it. No, he, he was. was like, Sean, see if you can find that audio. What, what is it? Uh, Trump grabbing him in the pussy. Access Hollywood. Anyway, so she said that he hired her to write, ghostwrite the art of the comeback. Remember, he had the book Art of the Deal. Now it's the art of the comeback. Yeah, oh, baby. God. Right. So she goes there and she spends like all this time with him in Trump Tower and she sits in on these meetings and she's doing all this stuff. And she comes away from this having zero idea of what Trump actually does. Right. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Right. She's like, I, I, here we go. Is this it? Yeah. Here we go. This is Trump. But I couldn't get there. And she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony <laughs> and she's totally changed her look. She's your girl's hottest <laughs> in the purple. Whoa! Yes! Whoa! <laughs> yes, the Donald is good. <laughs> oh my man! Wait, wait! You gotta look at me when you get out of here. That is very. Will you give me the thumbs up? Look at you. You are. A <laughs> you know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't need to wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the. <laughs> p- 
Let me ask you a question, Steve. You you have children. You can you what would you do if Donald Trump was talking like that about Birdie, your daughter? I know what I would do if he said that shit or was around Tigra. He'd come up missing. Right. (laughs) Nobody would nobody would ever hear from him again. He came into the club that one night. You imagine? Yeah, can you imagine a guy like that being around your female relatives you know laughing about it on a bus with some fucking jack off on yeah. access hollywood what, like a fucking rag of a show oh, man. and talking about you know somebody you love you care about do you know what i mean it might be one of those things where it's like you time to the back of the car and drive slow and just slowly speed up over time just drag his skull down. <laughs> like, that's just crazy to me. That's our president, bro. And the racists who back him want to win so bad that they don't care. That's really what, you know, I've thought a lot about these Trump supporters, man. I really have. And I'm like, what is at stake for them at this point? Like, at some point you could say like, well, you know, the first year even you could be like, well, I guess the guy, you know, he's, he's a little offbeat, whatever. But what? It, but now, like who's left that can defend that guy? The last couple of years I go out with somebody and she's like 21 and she's talking about, you know, what are you doing? She's studying algebra. And, um, <laughs> so what? And it's like, it was always embarrassing for me to walk in. It's too young. 30 is like a perfect age. Absolutely. She has enough life experience. Until she's 35. Too much life experience. Yeah, yeah. What is it at 35, Howard? It's called checkout time. And you... I mean, do you think he, uh, anyway, the point is, anyway, that's what's going on. His, his niece is writing a bunch of shit. Uh, they're arresting people in fucking Portland. They're being disappeared. Nobody, nobody, and the mayor has actually come out. The ACLU is now suing the federal government. The, the, the whole thing is, it's insanity right now. This fucking country is in, in a world of shit right now. Right. That's on every level, man. It's like What are we I mean, what are we supposed I mean, I to know. do? I don't know. You know, fucked up president. Got all sorts of you know <clears throat> officials who are sideways across the board. Right. State, county, city. Right. And then our economy, we're not even we're not even feeling what's what's really what's gonna take place in this economy. We're not even going to know about that for another, I'd say, year and a half, two years before we start feeling what. What do you you mean in terms of the fact that the economy has just shut down? Yeah. I told all the people that aren't working, that aren't going back to work, that their jobs are gone. That's 100% correct. There's a huge amount of businesses gone, and they're not coming back. And a huge amount of people that are going to be left with no jobs and no way to get jobs because there are no jobs and that all has to unfold and once that unfolds it ain't gonna look good there's gonna be massive riots if that's the case i mean massive riots and there's you can't fake it there's no way to fake jobs like a business is set up to make a profit and in order to make a profit you got to sell something for a little bit more than what it costs to make that's just simple there's no fucking, it's not that hard to figure out. And if you have to pay people a certain wage, right, then, and it starts eating into those profits, then you're going to have to figure out 
I got to move the business overseas or, or as the meatpacking industry is starting to do, you're going to start hiring robots. Right? Then you don't have to pay them wages. You don't have to pay for medical. Or, not that anyone is doing that anymore anyway, but you don't have to pay all that extra shit. There's no laws. There's gonna, they're going to have to make robot tax. You know that, right? The government's going to have to say, okay, you're going you're gonna to have only robots in your fucking... We're going to tax them. Then they got to be taxed. I guarantee it. And what's going to happen is you're going to have, like you said, a whole bunch of people out of work. But So what are they doing? Like, how are they... They're not going to just stay home and starve. Mm. They're not going to. I mean, no. Think about now. What if what if this whole thing that leads you back to this whole conversation of what if this is that generalized central central universal basic income? Right. What if that this is the setup for that? It could be. It could be. It's not, you know. If you were to take in consideration everything that's happening right now mm-hmm. and then try and jump ahead two or three years yeah, and tell me what the solution is. It, that would take a lot of thinking and moving around and a lot of like great ideas. But what if I were to tell you the solution was going to be universal income? Right. It, it almost You'd almost say, oh, that fits. You know, get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. No, that does. Now, here's the issue, though. Here's the issue. You've got a contingency of people, and I, I recommend this book highly to anybody who's listening. If, you've, yeah. if, you, if you really want to know what's going on, like if you want to look at why does- Give it to us. Right. Chumon. Why is it, right, there has been this move to privatize everything, like s- prisons, all this stuff. Sure. And why is it that, that certain Republicans, why, where did the Tea Party come from? And who is Charles Koch- and the coke fuckers, who are they? What, what is their agenda? What's really going on here? Like, why is, it, why is this happening? What was Reagan really trying to push? I highly recommend Democracy in Chains. And it's by Nancy McLean. Okay. And it's won the National Book Award. And this book will explain by with evidence it, it she basically got access to all these old conservative files from a guy named james buchanan who was an economist uh for public choice what he called public choice but in, in any event what he was really trying to do uh ever since brown v board of education where uh southern schools had to be integrated mm-hmm. he has been fighting to figure out how to undo all that shit hmm and he started out, he was in the minority. When he started out, he was at UVA, University of Virginia. Then he was at something else and eventually ended up at George Mason University. And what he did is he's the one that helped like, start or establish the Cato Institute, which is the libertarian think tank. Mm. Okay? And his whole thing was to spend decades and decades and decades uh, overturning and fighting all of the civil rights uh, that were gained and, and everything that came from Roosevelt. They were, the, they were the geniuses that started wanting to try to privatize Social Security. They wanted to, take, they wanted to have private companies take those investments. Hmm. They're the ones that pushed so hard for private school vouchers. Why? Because public schools have to teach civil rights they have to teach the truth about slavery they're supposed to teach about science Mm -hmm. so how do we get 
our kids away from those things that are going to cause them not to believe the old shit, we get a private school. And we can teach them what we want in the private school. He's the one that really is the architect of all that. And in fact, he's, he gave 11 lectures to Pinochet down in Chile and, when, and, when, and, oh, yeah. and helped them develop their constitution to privatize a lot of uh, what the, the Chilean government was doing. And that's why their economy collapsed. And that's why there's such a huge gulf between the really, really rich and the poor. He's responsible for destroying the middle class, Buchanan, single-handedly. So this woman got his notes, his paperwork. Yeah, she was she was at the she was in the library and she was given access to his files and whatever leftover materials, um, and she went through reams and reams of it. And it's been like I said, it's got the National Book Award. It's been triple checked. You could look it all up. It's all footnoted and cited. That's great. And she lays it out. And when you start reading it all together, and Coke, right? So the whole idea is they decided that to redefine freedom for Americans as protecting private property. Like property rights should trump civil rights. Property rights should trump civil rights. Damn. So that's why Mitch McConnell is taking advantage <clears throat> of the chaos of the Trump administration to further reduce that in fact that was why they cut ta- that's why they started doing the deficit in the first the deficit before reagan came along was not that big then reagan came along and exploded because he cut taxes but he didn't cut spending check it out um i'm looking at the coke industries wikipedia page why would they want property rights over civil rights because because here's, here's a list of their their holdings go ahead and by the way before you say this yeah coke's one of the few privately owned corporations they don't have public investors so go right. ahead so they are considered a farmland industries corporation right their holdings are asphalt chemicals commodities training energies fibers fertilizers uh, finance, minerals, natural gas, plastics, petroleum, pulp and paper, and ranching. So, of course, they would want. Of course, they would want to property. protect their business. They yeah. would want to protect their properties mm-hmm. and their land holdings, because that's how they make their money. Right, but what they want is they don't want to have to pay higher taxes. And see, what these fucking, you know, these fucking mama Luke's don't understand is that. The reason why the infrastructure that's built by the United States government, like roads, regulations, currency, uh, you know, all of the innovations that was put together by the military, all that stuff comes from tax dollars. That comes from regular Joe slobs paying like an extra buck for this or at the gas tank or whatever. And these mama Lukes, these rich mama Lukes, they act like they didn't have any help in creating this. They act like, and, and you know, this country was about fighting monarchs. We were about fighting the king. That's why we told King George to go shove it up his fucking ass. We ain't going to fucking do it anymore. We're Americans. God damn it. And what these coke fuckers and these libertarians are really all about is creating little kingdoms within the United States where these little regional powers like the cokes have power over actual human beings put prisoners in private prisons so that private companies make 
a profit off of prison work, right? Like that was going to be so good. Or even these private courts that they did for the juveniles. I mean, you know this. Everybody knows this. And then these private courts, they didn't even let these kids have uh, their due process. They just fucking kept sending them uh, to these private, pr- these private youth facilities. For every extra kid that went to a private youth facility, that private company got extra money from the government. That was the setup, the great privatization. So these judges, can, can you were in Pennsylvania, two judges, right? They just turned it into a volume deal. They just, right. These kids would come in and they wouldn't even let them talk. Out of here. Yeah, Out of here. Going. Go. And they had so much money that they bought a fucking yacht in Florida. And the name of the yacht was Real Justice. These two judges taking bribes from fucking private. Fill that place up, you two. Right. And it was like real. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Give us two months. What kind of a cocksucker, hypocritical asshole would be a judge who would be just sending young kids to a youth facility without blinking an eye and then name his boat Real Justice? Trump. Somebody like like Trump would do that. How do you not? I mean, somebody. (laughs) One of Trump's uh, relatives. You're like guaranteed to have hemorrhoids if you're that kind of person. Like, it's just the craziest thing I've ever heard. There's a lot of shit people on the planet. Man. So that's why these, these like liberation youth movements, these protests, I hope. I mean, my fervent prayer is that like we get so pissed off that we really advance the needle into empowering regular people like there's no there's no reason why every every child in this country doesn't have the best education money can buy i agree and if we did that in about 15 years we'd have a bunch of fucking geniuses running the country and we'd be out of this swampy morass of wine moms and fucking juicy sweats and all this fucking weird arguments that's fucking everywhere. And you know what I mean? People upset. Do I wear a mask? Don't I wear it? Like all of that would be over. Trivial, yeah, trifling yeah. fucking arguments. The Kardashians. All, all that, that shit. shit. Over. Over. Just raise a bunch of smart, intelligent kids that are well-educated. Yeah. Is that so fucking hard? Like, is that a crazy question? Sean, is that crazy? Never. I mean, why? Why, why can't we have some intelligent children? <laughs> <laughs> the last 20 years, last 15, it's gotten bad out there. And they've just been squirting kids out. I mean, we, in fact, let me tell you Idiots some, making idiots. Right. And you know what? Fine, you want to be an idiot and you want to bump uglies and have a kid? Okay, fine. We're going to stop you to land opportunity. But that kid that comes out is going to be raised in an elite platinum fucking education system. So that kid's going to come out. Every kid's got an opportunity. You got an opportunity when you're a kid, man. You got an opportunity to have an incredible education. And we have the ability to provide that. We have the ability, and it, and it doesn't get done because, because a lot of people don't care about kids. A lot of people just care about their own kid, and they're rich enough to pay for private school, so they're like, fuck it. We'll send, a, yep. you know, we'll send our, our kid down to the fucking crazy, you know. There should never be. In fact, it should be that an inner city school should be an elite school. When you say inner city, it should mean like, oh. Holy shit. That kid. Yeah, that'd be great. Fucking. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to have to have this talk with Sophia because she's she talks about this subject matter a lot. Yeah, your daughter is studying to uh, study no, to she's, be. Yeah, she's a teacher. So what did she second do? Grade. Yeah, what is what does she do? What's her thing? Like she teaches well, second she's, grade. She's filling out. I mean, she's dropping off resumes and applications right now at right. a couple different schools. Right. But, yeah, kids love her. Right. She gets second grade class now. What do they do in second grade? What the fuck do they do in second grade? All sorts of stuff that my daughter would enjoy. You know, you know, write a little sentence. Uh, let's do Cut construction yeah, paper. Yeah, exactly. And you know, field trip and all uh, that stuff. Like, you know, things, you know, you know what's up. Man. Just making it happen. You you were saying that she's got some pretty strong opinions about what's going on in the country. What is she she's saying? She's got some real strong opinions about uh, racism in America. Um, Where does that come and from? And Trump being the biggest racist, you know, or, or heading that thing up. Um, she has, I don't know, she's, she's very passionate about, you know, these causes and, and you know. Um, equal rights and civil rights and um, you know she's just in it man she's in it she's online filling out applic- uh, uh, petitions and signing shit all day long she's mm-hmm. not looking for a job and she was she was at a protest almost every day it seemed like well, did you worry about her safety uh, yeah but I know she isn't going deep in the mix mix like you know she's not saying? standing up in front of the cops that are shooting rubber no, bullets no, and putting her hands no, in. No. But um yeah, she's got a, she's got a lot to say about the conditions of the United States right now. Right. Right. In general. Uh Sean, what what do you got to say about the conditions of the United States? Where are you at, dude? Yeah. Um be I, real, I, man. It's quick yeah. fucking. I, honestly, I, I'm kind of happy. Stop acting like Tom Petty. Tom Petty. <laughs> How's the bandana how, around your neck? Uh, does Tom Petty wear a bandana around he, his neck? He's been known to. Uh, yeah. You got one too, brother. Yeah. I'm uh. trying to act like Tom Petty. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm glad this is happening. Uh, you know, obviously it, it sucks. It's like a, it's bad to have, um, you know, racism come out in this way, but it's good to deal with it. I think that, you know, if, if one thing that Trump has done, he's helped identify the racists by making everyone wear, a, everyone who's racist wear a red hat. So, <laughs> I mean, that's true. So, um, that's absolutely true. It's easily, we can, we can now identify, um, who to target, I guess. What does your wife say about the riots? Oh, uh, she down for it or she's just like, she's really, uh, I mean, she she was at the she, she was marching or whatever. Was she? Yeah. So I was at home watching the kid while she was. Marching. I'm not going to bring the kid. I'm of not going to bring my not. son. Yeah, of course, course not. not. You don't need yeah. federal agent detaining right. your kid. Sorry. The kid right. stays with you. Right. But dude, my wife, uh, my wife has gotten super fucking political, dude. She's posting all the time. Wait a minute. Was she not political pro- before? No, she was, but she she's. She gets mad because I tell her, like, I inspired her. I'm like, yeah, you know, 
um, you had a lot to say, but it wasn't until I showed up and we put together this podcast <laughs> and I showed you a path to speaking. Right. I, uh, I have empowered you. I'm a man who has given you some power. And right. she gets crazy. She's like, no, I was already. I'm like, yeah, but you weren't posting. She's like, it was Tigra, our daughter, because I want a different future. And I go, listen, I even gave you Tigra. I mean, if you really want to look at it, you wouldn't have Tina without my sperm. Any <laughs> <laughs> which way you look at it. Yeah. She's like, you're just trying to make me crazy. I'm like, you are crazy. So my wife's gotten soup, like more vocal. Like she's really pushing. And what's, what is she pushing? What, what's she, it, what, what's, she's pushing like, you know, she's, she's pushing anti-rape. Her big thing is people don't forget about the children in cages. Like quit, don't forget that there's like thousands of kids that have been separated from their parents for months that are living in squalid conditions. And she's like, I, you know, I hate racism too, and I don't like what was happening to African Americans by the cops, but guess what? Shit's been going on against Latino children. Like right. children. Like, what kind of a sick, she, it makes her sick. Now that we have a baby, and I think about it too, I'm like, I'm trying to imagine little Tigra, like separated from us and not knowing what's going on, and all she has is a blanket and some dirt floor and some fucking meathead board. You know, and you know, like, let's not be, I mean, I'm sure there's some stellar border patrol people, but that's like the lowest rung of, that's like one step up from post office. You know what I mean? Like the border yeah. patrol are guys. Border patrol is like, like a, a corrections officer. It's like right. In prison, you know? <laughs> it's like shit ain't like. Yeah. You know, you couldn't make some other stuff. So you. Right. Up there. Exactly. I mean, you wanted a uniform, but you couldn't quite cut the disciplinary requirements in the other branches. So you're like, fuck it. I'll just go yeah. down. And, you know, operate out of El Paso where the, you know, standards aren't that high. I don't, you know what I mean? I can drink on the job probably. And nobody's going to say anything. So my wife, so my wife's all about that. She's also all about veganism because this coronavirus stuff. Yeah, my wife's like, you see, I've been trying, I've been telling for the last seventeen years, I've been telling people. That's what she says. But she says, you know, all these diseases are because humans are farming and using animals against their will, and viruses from pigs, viruses from bats, viruses from wherever. They all jump hosts to America uh, to humans because of that. She's like, if we stopped eating animals, we stopped using them and against their will and milk and all this other shit, uh, we'd probably have a lot and stop living in such close proximity to them, like farms and ducks. You know, like foie gras when they want to make that fatty goose liver and they force feed all these geese and all that shit. It's like, if we did away with all that, we would cut down the chances of pandemics greatly. Mm -hmm. Mm. You just got to get some fat fucks off that shit. Sean, are you ready to get off of it? Um, you see this problem that people like you have created now. Are you ready to stop? <laughs> Jesus. Are you ready no to ribs. stop? No ribs. enough already. Yeah. I'll stop when you stop smoking. Or how about the... <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh, that uh, sounds like oh, okay. Uh, These guys are not. I, <laughs> I think. I think. What, what's the timeline uh, here? <laughs> just, I'm just so I'm prepared. You know. Oh God! I don't even answer that. Bro. <laughs> I won't answer that. Hopefully, in the next month. Really? All right. You All right. Know, wow! Addiction versus addiction. Right. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction versus addiction. Mm. Man, it feels like a little tension up in here. Yeah. I like that. But the thing is, is uh, 
Yeah, so that's what my, my wife's all about that and um she's she's all about the veganism and, and you know i i'm i i agree with the i'm full force now against hurting animals i'm like fuck it we don't need to do it anymore just not necessary mm-hmm. let's move on to some other things let's just move on to some other things let's let mm-hmm. go of some old shit let's just let go of it let's move on to some other things hey they're already chicken kfc's got a vegan option now at kfc vegan chicken do they yeah I heard it's coming. It's in Orange is County. It? Four locations in Orange County. My is wife, it at your boys? <clears throat> at my boys. Oh, I don't know. Dude, that, that guy doesn't talk to me ever again. What do you mean, bro? He fucking stopped talking to me. Oh, because because I snapped on him at in the, the gym. gym. Ah, come on. He well, got hurt. Fe- clean that up, dude. Nah. What I, happened? Dude, we were at the gym. I'll tell you exactly. That guy's going to be on our inspiring story. Is he going to come uh, up? What? He was on a, one of our shows. Once. Yeah, he dropped off a bunch of KFC, and I was like, wow. 50 cents a week. <laughs> I wore the same pair of pants. Yeah, his story is amazing. It was like, me and my dad, you know, me and my dad, we lived in just like a one bedroom apartment, and I had to wear, I only had one pair of pants. And the only thing I could, I had, to, I brought my lunch every day, and all I could have, my special treat, was 50 cents for some tea. And I would sit there and drink my tea and my little pants, and and I had to work, and we worked, and they eventually saved up enough money to buy their first Seven Eleven. Now the guy's rolling around and escalates and everything. But the, the reason why is because I was at that gym, we were doing fucking. He was working out with me, and I'd already yeah. gotten tired of him. Like a couple times, I've been like, "Hey, yeah. dude, you're walking around here like an old lady. Like, right, why right. are you tired? Like, come on, <clears throat> I gotta fucking step it up." And he was like, he felt bad. He started drinking more coffee and running around. <laughs> and then, so then we come to this point where, where we're doing a bent over rows, real heavy, right? Right, heavy. So he goes and he does them, and I can just tell the way he bends down and grabs it. There's no strain on him, and he's like, does two, and then puts it down and. <laughs> Gets back up and continues to eat his power bar and drink a little coffee. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, like what, what? What are we on break? Like, what, what, what That's crazy. Yeah, last time I checked, this wasn't Starbucks, motherfucker. Right, right, right. So I snap. I go. I go. I go. Stan. I go. How many did you just do? He goes. I did two. I go. Okay. How many do you think you could have done? And without any shame in his face, with not. I mean, just knowing who I am, he was like, I, I probably could have done two more. And I go, motherfucker. I go, how are you even working out with me? Like, yeah. how can you work out with me and look me in the face and say that you put that weight down after you had two more in you? The fuck, you think I'm joking? Are you trying to fuck me up, Stan? Are you trying to fuck me up? Yeah. Do you, are, am I your friend? You said I'm your friend, right? Yeah. I go, are you trying to fuck me up? Why are you trying to fuck me up? I don't need that kind of energy, bro. Yeah. It's, and this was like nine months into our working out together. If it was the first month or two, I probably wouldn't even said anything. But we're past that. Right? We're past the honeymoon phase. We're past the novice phase. Now he knows what I'm about. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like, <laughs> I could have done two more. I like to, like, why don't you just piss in my face? Why don't you just take your dick out and piss in my face? It's the same thing. Do you believe in what we're doing or not? And I go, what do you, I go, I go, let me ask you a question. Do you believe in God? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you think God wants you to do? Well, I think God wants uh-huh. me to have a good time. I go, no, he doesn't. <laughs> God put me here to tell you quit fucking me up what are you doing and he was like and after that he's like uh you know what i'm 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 gonna go to a different gym and i go you're not gonna come to this gym he's like no i'm like okay oh sayonara and that was it that's the last we communicated how long ago was that like a year damn wow 
Yeah, it hurt his feelings. But I didn't care. I was done with it. And it was around that time that I realized I'm not working out with anybody for free anymore unless it's like Steve right. or somebody like that. Somebody who's really into it. If you're going to want to work out with me, it's 500 bucks an hour. Otherwise, I like get, that. Yeah, otherwise get the fuck away from me. Yeah, you guys heard that. 500 bucks an hour. DM him. Right. Oh, you I'll... See, you know, dude, you can see I'll, him a couple times a week if you're balling. 500 bucks an hour and I'll fucking... I'll, I'll motivate you. I'll, I'll tell you all the things. To get you fucking revved up and That's motivated. It. That's it. But uh, any, but no more. Ain't no more friendships at the gym. That's over. That's over, Johnny. That's over. Um, but uh, speaking of working out, uh, I also wanted. To, I was like looking at the news, and there's a film coming out that I think is gonna be fucking gangbusters. What? What movie? <laughs> It doesn't sound good, like, at the beginning. It's about a wrestler. Not a big-time wrestler, but, like, an Olympic wrestler. Okay. All right? And the guy's name is Rulin Gardner. And he's this gigantic fucker. And it follows his amazing story. Like, they used to call it Miracle on the Mat. Miracle on the Mat. Miracle on the Mat. Because this guy beat a Russian who had won... 887 matches out of 888. So he only lost one? This Russian gold medalist. To this guy or to somebody else? I think before that. Okay. And it, might, it was like an early one or something like that. But this guy came out of Wisconsin, right? He's a farm boy. Like 285 pounds, huge fucking, you know, the kind of guy that can carry a calf by himself and all that stuff, right? <laughs> And he was like, just like a bronze medalist in some of the, he was not slated to do anything fantastic. Mm -hmm. So when he went up against this Russian, right? They were like, oh yeah, that's whatever. Right, right. right. And this guy beat the Russian. He beat the fucking Russian and it was called Miracle on the Mat. And it was like, I think back in 2000 or 90s or something like that. So he wins this and then he's propelled into stardom because it's American farm boy beats Russian. Yeah, right, you can't get yeah. any better than that. It's Rocky. Well, they said that the Russian that this guy he beat is the Russian that inspired the version of Drago. Oh shit! Yeah, damn. Yeah. So, but then he wins, right? And he goes on, and then his life has all these crazy ups and downs after his win. He gets in a so he's a, this athletic champion, right? A beast, fucking grappler, and so. And he's only got like a seventh grade reading comprehension. He's got like some kind of thing. I don't know, a BB Lodge. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. In his brain or something. I don't know exactly what <laughs> happened, but he can't, he's not intellectually totally there at a reading level, but whatever. It's fucking genius on the mat, all this stuff, right? Huge right. guy. He's snowmobiling after this, mm. right? With a group of people somewhere in like Alaska or where it's permanently cold and he gets separated from them. This big beast gets separated from the pack and he get and he gets lost in the dark. 
Mm. Now he's on a snowmobile, lost in the dark, and he goes into a frozen river, gets wet, and has to spend the night by himself, sub like sub Arctic freezing, whatever, gets gangrene. No shit. In his foot. And they got to cut off his big toe or something. Oh. So now he can no longer wrestle. No shit. Without a toe? I, he can't, I don't know, it's, but it ain't, you need your toes to wrestle. Well, I know you need your toes. But I mean, come on, dude, you're the more high guy. You can't fucking. If he, if he lost, he lose all of his toes? I don't know. That's why I got to see the film. So then, right, he, and then he gets his weight problem. Now he's lost his toe, and he's like, gains like 474 pounds. Oh, my God. But then he goes on The Biggest Loser. Oh, shit. He goes on The Biggest Loser, and, I, and somehow he gets some kind of deals. Anyway, the guy makes millions, right? Mm-hmm. And then he gets taken for it all. What? By what? <laughs> some scam, some real estate scam, no. and he lost all the money. No way. Yes. Oh, fuck. And then he becomes an a insurance salesman. Wow. So this story goes through the entire ups and downs and the whole thing, and it I, I mean, honestly, Man. he says like my life, he said has been a roller coaster, <laughs> and I think uh, I don't know what the film's called. Okay, so it's this film. The guy's name is Rulon Gardner. I mean, he's just huge, uh, and I don't know what the film was called, but I, I saw this. I think it's called Winning Gold, or something like that. But anyway, look. Oh, it's called Rulon. R U L O N. Documentary coming out soon. Hmm. I'm like, fuck, I got to see that movie, yeah. right? Yeah. I started watching also the Stefan Marbury uh, on Netflix documentary. What's that? Dude, the, the, the family that had so many people try to go to the NBA. And it, it's like, it's right now showing on Netflix. Let's see. Um, and I started watching that and I'm like hooked. Kid from Brooklyn or something like that. It's called Coney Island. What's it called? They, the family grew up on Coney Island in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, a kid from Coney Island. I don't know anything about this. So how many, well, it was a family that all the kids went into the NBA? Yeah, like th- they didn't all go into the NBA, but they were all great players. Uh-huh. And it's like three generations. Like, here's the promo. In 1993. I said, I got to go watch this kid in Lincoln. You know, let me see what he got. The quickness was explosive. He could hit contested shots. No one could guard him one on one. Look at Sean's face. He's transfixed. You blinked. He was by The music's good. He wasn't there anymore. That was Stephon Marbury. I'm like, you can't guard this brother. Marbury can do everything. Anyway, just like a phenom, but I don't know how it turns out. I don't know what it goes on. I just know. Because, you know, when you go on Netflix, they give you, like, a bunch of new shit, and, like, 98% of it looks like it sucks. Uh-huh. Like, you're like, mm, Yep. I'm not going to fuck with that. But then, and then there's another part of me that's like, you know what? Maybe I should fucking, I should just watch it all because I got to kind of be aware of what's out there and what's going on. Sure. So I start pick, clicking on it. It's like, Kid from Coney Island? I don't even like the n- title. 
makes me think of hot dogs, mm-hmm. right? Like kids yeah. from Coney Island, what the fuck does that mean? What, are you going to put mustard on a hot dog? I don't know. But then I started watching it in his family and where they grew up and the shithole that they grew up in and the amazing talent that was around them and how their family unit tried to keep everybody like more disciplined so they didn't get caught up in the streets like Iceberg Slim style and all that shit. And I'm like, man, this is a good story already. Mm. Now I'm only a third way through it because that's a lot. I'm a busy motherfucker, so I really can't. I don't know that I've ever been able to sit down and watch a movie all the way through since probably 2000. And really? I really honestly don't think I've ever sat down and watched a movie all the way through unstuck. I'm trying to think. Probably not since 2017 or 16. When's the last time you went to a theater? The last time, I think the last movie I saw in a theater, okay, so maybe it was, it was more recent, was uh, The Joker mm. with my wife. Went inside a Joker. Mm. Some people call me Space Cowboy. Some people call me the Gangster Love. <laughs> Some people know me as Maurice. The thing is, is The Joker. So yeah, that was the last film. When did that come out? Fuck. A year and a uh, half ago, two years ago? When was the last time you went to the theaters? I can't even remember. About it's a year been, and a half ago. A year and a half, two years ago. You oh, dude! Somebody commented. They got a. They were like, "I, you need to let me call in because I got a bone to pick with Steve." What about what? what? On fucking your review of uh, that smart Irishman. Score. Yeah. The There's, Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. They got a bone to pick with you. Well, but. A lot of people have a bone to pick with me with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. I thought it was pretty good. What? Did I you watched. watch it in pieces or kind of like took a break in the middle? And- no, I watched <laughs> it all the way through. But I was, you know, I was at home. It was comfortable. Yeah, it's very different. And yeah. uh, I'm with Steve on it. I watch it and I'm like, you know what? Like, how long is this? You know, do we need all this? Why did they? Listen, maybe you can answer this for me, Sean. Questions three, answer me. Why... What made him, what made the De Niro character any good? Like, why did he, what was the criteria in which he was selected to be the special guy? I don't know. Exactly. That's my point. He was kind of like a, maybe they're. You just don't know. He was like a middle ground type of guy. He wasn't really. It just didn't come across to me like why he was uniquely suited to be like a hit man. Like, yeah. why were you uniquely suited to be a hitman and keep your mouth shut? Like, that part I didn't really quite... Right. They had some kind of amazing interaction, you know, by the motor when they were fixing the car, and that mm-hmm. was kind of it. Like, and it was kind of like, well, I don't, I don't know why, why is De Niro the guy? I don't know. I mean, I, we all know that the De Niro person, persona plays these types of guys. Right. And I think felt like they kind of wrote on that or they something. They did, yeah. That was, that was for me. That, that was a for me. Mm. The reason why. What about you, Steve? You what was it? I don't know if we're gonna tip into that right now, right this moment. You know. Mm. Uh, and what about what's going on with Johnny Depp? What is going on with Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened with Johnny Depp? Uh, oh, I heard. I did hear something about a coffee table or something. No, his like wife shit the bed and. Then- <laughs> He cut his finger off and wrote in blood, I love you. It's like 10 different things. And he's a, he's a wine addict that falls asleep and fucking what? Yeah. cries. Where did all this bad stuff come out about Dude, he's him a fucking weirdo. Yeah, dude. He was like out of control. 
Like there's pictures of him like eating a pint of ice cream, but then he falls asleep in the middle of the ice cream. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of uh, what was the the guy who fell asleep on a cheeseburger? Remember the guy ha- f- David Hasselhoff? Remember his daughter <laughs> filmed him <laughs> yeah, drunk as a skunk, right. and he was right. like on the ground, like talking to a hamburger or something like that. What? Yeah. So Johnny Depp is just out of control. He lost all his money too. He like three hundred million dollars just gone. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> this guy is real fucked up, man. He's obviously on pills or some shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's 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 going through it. And you know, the the woman has accused him. And I guess Amber Heard, who is the ex-wife of Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, I guess she was married to someone else before and they had a big problem. So some people think like Amber Heard's just a flaming bitch. Mm-hmm. That's pretty clear. But she, you know, like a little mark on her arm, and then she's like, he physically abused me, and all stuff, and Depp, Depp now is suing her for libel, saying, I never did, and you've said all that shit, so now I'm going to sue you. But in the, in, the, in the proving up, when you sue somebody for libel or slander, the defense to making up shit about somebody is, the defense is, well, it's actually true. Mm-hmm. And if I say something negative about you, and it turns out that it's true, then I didn't slander you. That's the truth. You are a fuck up. So Johnny Depp's gone full bore into proving up that he did not. Abuse, and in so doing, all these details about his life are coming out. And they're like, it's just crazily. It's like crazy. Like everything from he had some kind of fight and party. And then when he woke up, there was a poop in the bed that he thinks his wife put in there or one of her friends put in the bed with him. And that was like the last straw. That was when he finally had enough. He's like, later, bitch. Yeah. He lost $650 million. And he had, Fuck. he had, he had, he's suing some of his managers because he had managers who were supposed to be like watching it for him while he was, you know. And I guess people just get pissed off. You know, you're a manager, you sweat your balls off, you're Johnny Depp's, you know, guy. You, you're probably making a decent living, but it just probably galls you that like this fucking pill-headed, drunk, just genetically gifted, handsome, Gen X, heartthrob guy is just crushing bitches and doesn't give a fuck, and it's just having the time of his life. Meanwhile, all you are is a pencil-dicked accountant with a button-up shirt. and you're, Yeah, people hate. Yeah! So they're like, fuck it. He's not Crazy. even going to miss 10 million bucks, I bet. Wow. And he didn't. He didn't miss six. He woke up out of a haze like 35 yeah. years later and was like, hey, what happened to my money? <laughs> yeah. He, he, like, the court was shown a photo of the actor passed out and covered in ice cream, which, was, uh, which the court was told uh, Heard had shown to her then husband to show how pathetic he'd become. Depp's former personal assistant, Stephen Duders. Duders. What kind of a last name is that? Stephen Duders. If your last name is Duders, you're going to be an assistant to somebody. You're never going to be in charge. Stephen Duders was not a fan of her. The court learned describing her in one text message as a sociopath show pony. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's what's going on with Depp. Man, Depp bro, is that in, guy is on a roll. Yeah, he's he's having trouble. I didn't know all that was going on with Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So now here we are. Let's go. COVID. Is it real or not, Steve? <sighs> it's obviously real to the point 
that people are catching this virus, people are getting sick, some older people or people with underlying health issues right, have died. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny any of that. And um, But what I keep on going back to is that we're not being given the truth about this virus. Um, how you, you know, what you do to medically keep yourself safe. I don't know that they even have um, an idea of how we're going to, uh, tackle this thing. I don't know if a vaccination is real or not. Um, I just don't think we're being fed the truth on it. And um, mm. something about this this pandemic kind of operating hand in hand with our economy just doesn't feel right to me. I think that I think that there I think that there is obviously things we're not being told. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm almost thinking you could point to anything that's in the news and know for a fact that there's certain aspects of this that we're not being told. I do think that, you know, I do think that there are, um, I do think it's as contagious as they say. I do think the deaths are real. I do think that, yes, there's underlying issues for the death. So it's not, a lot of people say that, you know, it's not really COVID that killed them. It was the underlying issue. Uh, Right, but if they hadn't gotten COVID, they wouldn't have died. I definitely think that when you have southern state legisl- like leaders who at first were like, we're not, we're not, you know, not going to follow any of that bullshit, it's whatever, and then Texas shuts down and everyone shuts down again, I think that's when it's like finally like, okay, well, obviously we tried it your way uh, and it got worse. And, and we're not, not going to be able to do anything about that. Is Florida open right now? Uh, Flor- I don't know. I don't know if Florida's open, but I know they have Miami. I know that it's gotten down to Republican governors trying to keep states open while the local mayors are trying to shut shit down and protect people. In Florida, I know that DeSantis is a fucking whack job. Somebody heckled him. Um, let me see if I can find that video. He's trying to keep Florida open. And part of me is like, I think they're trying to kill all the old people in Florida. You know why? Because most of the old people are retired people from New York who vote Democrat. So they're like, fuck it. Let's just kill all these <laughs> wow. old people. I swear to God, I think that. I swear to God, I really believe that. <laughs> I really think that. Um, so yeah, Florida's still, I think, open. And I think young people are still going to the beach. And I've been reading these news stories about some guys. There was one guy that was like, it's a hoax. And then he got it. And then on his deathbed, he was like, I thought it was hype, and it's not, and then he just died. <laughs> it was like a... Wow. Because you know what? In this world now that we're going to live in, this is, this, this, in this world that we're going to live in going forward, you need to have the ability to distinguish. you got to have discernment. If you don't have discernment, then you will be a slave to whoever's pumping out whatever version of you know, propaganda, whether it's right, left, up, down, black, white, gay, straight, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the ability to hear information and use probabilities and critical thinking to ascertain what is real, what is not, and what is a risk worth or not worth taking, you are out for the count in the new world. I, you said that very well. Sean. Yeah. Give me your opinion. Give us your opinion about Corona. <laughs> yeah. 
What do you think's going on here? I think we're in trouble, man. You think we're in trouble? Yeah. Uh, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? I think that uh, I think we're n- not at uh, like the critical moment yet. I think uh, we're we're going to continue to get more and more. Obviously, we're going to continue to get more and more people, you know, stricken with the illness. But I think that some of these people fucking around and like keeping the states open is just going to fucking multiply and and it's going to hurt our economy even more. And uh, I think that um, our leadership is just fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Especially now that uh, Trump has designed it so that all the data is going to him and not the CDC. Right. The data disappeared. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What is he going to do with this shit? He doesn't. He he's, does. he's already said that that the only reason that we have so many cases of coronavirus is because we test. That makes zero sense. Right. He's, he's saying basically we wouldn't have cases if, if, we, if we didn't know we had cases. Right. Right. That makes it fucking, <laughs> how asinine is that? Right. You're not actually shot by a bullet, by a gun, if you don't know it, even right. though your stomach's bleeding. Right. Right. So now he's going to control the information? Mm. Fuck. That guy. Listen, here's DeSantis getting heckled. I love this. Trying to oh, talk. What would end up happening in the next few weeks? He's like, somebody get that guy out of here. <laughs> he's sitting there and he's like, he's like, he looked kind of a little bit like a young meatloaf, and he's like, you know, he's trying <laughs> young to talk. Meatloaf. He does, he does kind of. <laughs> and he's like trying to talk, and this guy's yelling like, "You're killing people! Shame on you!" And he's like, four thousand people are he's dying. Like, yeah. You know, and you can see in his face, he's not enjoying it at all. He, and he looks like a shithead, which he is. DeSantis no. is a shithead. No. I'm, you know, we need more public shamings, man. We need more we of that, don't we? <laughs> we do. We need way more of that. So, yeah. What's your, what's, what's your, where do you think we're going to go with this, Steve, like in terms of a presidential? Is, is Trump going to get reelected? I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe he is. I really don't. Right. I think enough people have um, come to their senses, have seen. Um, I think a lot of people are going to participate in taking advantage of their right to vote. For sure. Um, I, you know, and listen, <clears throat> one thing I know not to do is not cut count Donald Trump out. I mean, that's true. Yeah, bro, don't count, because I never expected that guy to be the president. Right. So how that ever happened baffles me. And, I mean, if it happened once, it could probably happen again. But, you know, I think it's, uh, I think people are more motivated today on a lot of different levels, and voting included, than they've been in the last 34 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, the entire world is going fucking nuts. Uh, sheepish father of the bride, Prince Andrew, emerges from Windsor to face his problems the morning after walking his daughter Beatrice down the aisle to a secret re- wedding. Imagine being Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, the best friend of Epstein, where that woman, right, that woman, that, that young lady was like, yeah, that fucking sweaty monster was all over me, right? Straight up. Like, no, no she wasn't using special language or anything, yeah, yeah. right? This freaky guy. And then oh. there's all these pictures of him with her and Epstein and everything. And the FBI is trying to get him to come to the United States to answer some questions. And, you know, this guy, Prince Andrew, is, is trying to, you know, he's saying that he's, you know, kind of like just flabbergasted why the FBI doesn't think he's trying to help. And he doesn't understand. He's answered. He's trying to help him out, you know, over where he's at. His daughter gets married and he's walking her down the aisle. You know what I mean? Like, think about just the optics of that. Man. Like, you're a creepy guy, underage chicks, Ugh. right? And then you got to give your daughter away at a Ugh. wedding, <laughs> like, driving around. It's just, Ugh. it's just disgusting. Man, he drew that out real nice there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound good at all. No. <clears throat> uh yeah, man, I, I, don't, I, I hope the fallout from all this Epstein stuff really does clean up everything. Like, I hope, I hope we can get some of these, these pedophiles out. of. It seems like they're everywhere. That's the part that's crazy. Popping out of everywhere, man. People are, like, busted with porn, kitty porn and shit. What's up with that? What kind of a person, dude? Do you? I read stories about like uh, lawyers who have to show stuff to the court on their computers, and then accidentally they open a file with kid porn on it, and the whole court sees it. And I'm like, what kind of a person? Come on. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why? I mean, I'm not for it at all, but like, why are you putting it on your work computer that you're gonna bring to court? <laughs> You're just asking for trouble. That's just crazy. So, um, what do we have coming up in terms of shows? What do we have coming up? We uh, we have no shows coming up. We have, uh, <laughs> we have some guests. We are trying to lock down um, DJ Muggs. Who said he wanted to do this after Corona? But who knows when that's going to be? Uh, right. Like ten so, years from yeah, now, yeah, exactly. Sure. Cartoon, kind of same place with it. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's some other surprise guests, right? <clears throat> we're about to have in some shows with. Uh, we're gonna have Charlie Chacon come down. We're gonna have Rama come down. Oh, Rama! We're gonna talk about Rama's got uh, shows about. Hip hop, right? Yeah. He did some shows with Big Pun. He's got some yeah. interesting stories yeah. to tell. Yeah. I got to somehow get him to tell all the stories. He's got uh, some stories that I'm not permitted to say right now. But man, I want those stories to be told. Yeah, man, they were great stories. Yeah, people need to hear those. Mm-mm. And I can't. I have no ability he to say anything. He ain't gonna let those out of the house. I don't think those are big ones, bro. Mm. Those are big stories, man. What's up for show number 100? That's a good question. That's the real question. That's the real question. Do we 
Do we do a show some on some crazy location? Like, do we go down and do a show outside a city hall? Do we go to the protests and do a show from the protests? Mm. Uh, protests <laughs> might sound cool, actually. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, that might sound, that might, you know, depending on where they're at, getting on a good protest. Shit. You know, like get shot up with some rubber bullets, have fucking Esteban yeah. run, run by. The show exciting. <laughs> right, yeah. right. You try to get one of the, try to interview one of the police officers and be like, man, why are you siding with these fuck faces? Like, why? <laughs> what's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? Come here, give me that gun. Yeah. You fucking yes. got to toughen this kid up. Wasted eight fucking aprons uh, on him. Wasted eight fucking aprons on this. Dude, man. they've executed, uh, the second person uh, since the lo- the lockdown. Do you know anything about these lethal injection executions? Have you? Does anybody you've ever talked to be like, yeah, it's fucking? I mean, do you know anything I, about them? I mean, I just know that supposedly they're supposed to work real good, and <laughs> your ass goes out. Um, I know that they use an alcohol swab on your skin before they plug it into you right because uh, they don't want god the... forbid you get, get a, <laughs> an infection infection um but yeah i heard that they're supposed to be you know i mean it. that that's just crazy to me i mean I, and i guess no one's ever i mean has anyone ever did they ever have to do like a double shot because the guy was like no but here's the thing dude when they pump these these chemicals in you to kill you yeah Bro, it's like four pumps that let down mm-hmm. these three or four, and the and, and I'm talking about it's a lot, dude. It's like Windex. It's like a like a <laughs> gallon like, of Windex. A, the the tubes that it's going is like those fat syringes, right? right? So it's like three or four of those things, right? And they're like one's filled, one's two thirds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like a lot of liquid. It's like a fucking, if you were to take one of those full. Right. Or a baster. Right. Fucking, and so what What has me confused is a teaspoon with a few drops, you know, 40 cc's of black heroin, right? Right. Will fucking take you out, you know, it could take you out if it's good. Right. Why go That's through the, all that trouble? What are all these chemicals that they're putting yeah, that's true. It it does. It looks like when you go to like one of those Jiffy Lubes and they got all those like, you know, different <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, colored yeah, yeah. radiator fluid, fucking what window washer fluid. You're right, man. Is that do you think that's more humane? Like do you think it's more humane to to be shocked in the electric chair or to watch these chemicals go into your arm? Well, let me just say this too. The, there has been something wrong with these with these lethal injections, right? Because there was people that they could still detect their heartbeat, right? So they had to give them more, and so they just started just giving everybody more <laughs> from the gate. Like it wasn't enough to right. put a couple of the first people down, and so they had to give them more. And now they just like. <laughs> They tighten them up. Now they give you a couple doubles. Right. They just to make sure. Make sure. Make sure. But but it's like, you know, there's a contract for that shit. Right. Private. Right. But I mean. They're paying fucking, you know, 
$20,000 a shot, all that bullshit. Right. But I mean, to, in the, do you think it's more humane? Lethal injection versus the chair? Than the, the electric chair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was the electric chair is oh, not good? <laughs> Dude, it's a Dude, seven. Said the electric chair is no good. It's a seven percent of lethal injections are botched. Oh. that's not good. No, but I. But the reason why I'm saying it is, well, what's wrong? What's the What's the trouble with the electric chairs? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you start smoking like a piece of jersey dog. <laughs> you ever seen it? Have you seen people been electrocuted? No. Uh, oh faces of death. God, I don't know bro. if that was real. No, I'm talking about a chair. Yeah. Electrocuted in a fucking chair, Where bro. They tape the eyes shut. And- it's, that's like. When they used to tell you, you're getting a chair. <laughs> you're getting a chair. You're going to fry. You know, remember that? <laughs> They're yeah. they going to fry you for this one, right? Oh, yeah. That's what was going on in the electric chair. And the fucking electric chair, I think half of those motherfuckers or two-thirds of them were botched. Hey, if you want to... They'd have dudes <laughs> fuck that were not dead. <laughs> Hit them again, Sam. These guys, <sighs> bro, would be living. My ears would be smoking. <laughs> And they Their were, ears and nose would be they smoking. They would put that it. like upside down metal bowl on your head with like and a fucking coil. Sm- right, right, right. And he'd be, sm- hey dog, I, 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 is that from Faces of Dead? Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is real. It can't be. <laughs> Brine, salt water. It sounds like you're making music. a turkey. It's like a clarinet playing in the background. <laughs> He's in a continuous <laughs> battle with time. <laughs> Guy's wrestling around with time in his cell. <laughs> Dude, they they put gauze over his eyes and tape it down. Yeah. Why? Hell yeah, because your eyeballs will pop out. <laughs> Dude, it is it is it it's like crazy. It's, Who came up with executing somebody by electrocuting him? Well, I think they it's thought crazy. it was more humane than hanging. They used to just hang you. That's what they did to Saddam. They hung Saddam Hussein. I mean, think about that, bro. Who says I'm gonna like? Why does that sound like a like the soundtrack from the fucking Brady Bunch? <laughs> it's like a it was back. It was back in the seventies. Look, if you want, listen. Here's the a thing: book. is that if they want you to suffer, think about think about this, bro. Go think ahead. Think about the electric chair, okay? Yeah. And think about if like uh, Richard Ramirez was gonna get the electric chair. People would all want to come and see that shit. They'd be like, yeah. Hey, shoeless Brian Stevens. Brian Stevens made it. He made it. Good old. uh, Brian, we got some questions for you. Yeah, come in and sit down. About uh, capital punishment. (laughs) The electric chair. Have you ever been in the electric chair, Brian? Do you know any people that uh, went to the electric chair? Do I know anybody? Well, I was asking you, was the chair... Was more, lethal injection more, more humane than the chair? Yeah. And absolutely, I would say so. Because from what I know, that lethal injection, y- your ass just goes to sleep. You're going out. Man. And I think that the botched ones, when they call them botched, they're not botched like the way an electric chair botch is. Right. right. It's, it's like, oh, we can still hear the pulse or they're still technically alive. You got to give them some more. Go to sleep. 
right, right. but asleep. But don't don't they give you an agent to knock you out first? Like I don't know if what? it's part of it. One of those is that? Yeah, uh, that's what I think. There's three drugs they use. One, what is it? Okay, I don't know exactly what they're called, but one stops your one stops your heart, one stops your breathing, uh, one puts you to sleep. In that oh, order, really? I don't know what the order is. But no, but <laughs> can't wow. be that order. Well, wait, wait, not that order. No, wait, but but you want to know something? Because I think that people do a little like like gasping and shit on the table. Well, I, I, yeah, I've never witnessed one. I'm sure they do, but. But um, yeah, but I think that they a helmet put on your head and frying to death. No, absolutely. But I believe that you're not just going out like you're going. You're you know. I don't think they knock you out, partner. No, they they definitely put you to sleep. You go to sleep first. Yeah, I think they put you to sleep first. Yeah. One of them stops your heart. One of those drugs stops. Okay, your heart. well, uh, you know what? Hold there's, on. There's there's there's. I remember that they've shown it before in real lethal injections, and they watch the body, right? Like struggle to get air, you know. Well, I think you can struggle to get air. When my dad died, and I was there, he struggled to get. He wasn't conscious, but he still struggled on his last breaths. There was something they call the death rattle, right? And you right. just go like, <laughs> and my dad legit did that. And he wasn't conscious, but he's his body still did that struggle when he when he right when he passed. Really? Yeah, it was a that was a heavy scene. Let me look. I'm gonna I'm gonna Okay. So maybe then that's what maybe maybe they're unconscious when that happens. Have you looked online? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it says here that in the United States, typical injection begin you're strapped to a gurney. Uh, they've got two intravenous uh, IVs in you. Right? Yeah. One is necessary to carry out the execution. The other reserved as a backup, backup. in the event the primary line fails. Yeah. yeah. Dude, imagine w- what would go through your head when your arms are stretched out like that and you're watching these guys put the needles in your veins. And you know, like in about 28 minutes, it's lights out for you. And you know there's a backup, so there's no way they can fail. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. Worse. Right. And, I mean, you're just watching them put that shit in you, man. Does it help? Talk about the drugs. The yeah, drugs I'm looking at. Okay, so, uh, oh, so then what happens is the arm of the condemned person is swabbed with alcohol because yeah. you don't want a corpse to have an infection. We wouldn't want that, right? The needles and equipment are sterilized. Um, several explanation. Uh, let's see. Secondly, the prisoner could receive a stay of execution. That's why they swab it because maybe the governor gives him a stay of execution at the last minute. Mm. And so that, that way he doesn't get the infection. Mm. Can you imagine your luck? You fucking are in, you're getting the lethal injection. The guard's like, oh, you know, why do we sterilize? <laughs> we only put half of it in him, turn it off. Right. And then the governor calls. <laughs> he only got halfway poisoned. <laughs> then the guy will go- probably live another 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, but it'll be all right. He Gov- might not hear so well. So he's so well, but he's going to make it. Or the governor calls. Like They just put the needles in. <laughs> governor calls. You're saved, but you got an infection and died anyway. Oh. Can you imagine that? I, I like I like where they put the needles in <laughs> and they go in and they start for about Maybe five seconds. Okay, here we go. In most doses going in. In most states, the IV injection uh, goes like is induced to unconsciousness first, 
and then death through paralysis of respiratory muscles or by cardiac arrest. Sodium thiopental or pentobarbital, ultra short action barbiturate, an aesthetic agent is used at a high dose that renders the person unconscious in less than 30 seconds. So they do knock you out in the beginning. Yeah, potassium chloride is the one that stops your heart, right? Right, depression. And then it's, it's called, no. Well, then they have, let's see, pancuronium bromide. This is a mux, muscle relaxant, which allows you to become para, para, paralyzed, including your, in your diaphragm, so you can't breathe. So first, they knock you out. Then so they stop you from breathing. Then they give you the potassium chloride which increases the blood and cardiac concentration of potassium to stop the heart. So they cause you to stop breathing, and then they fucking give kill you and give you a heart attack. That's, that's wild. But it's nice they put you to sleep so you don't experience the other two. You hope you're fully down. I mean, imagine, imagine you're still kind of half awake or you're just having a bad dream. That would hurt. And you can't breathe. That would suck. You have a dream that you're Drowning. wrapped up in a fucking... Wrapped up in a in a in a, a co- coffin. Be one of the worst ways to go. You know what is the worst way to go? What is the because uh, maybe fire? What's the best fire? Fire's gonna be the worst. <sighs> Roasting alive. At your feet starting at your feet and working their way up. Oh, dude, uh. I've read so many ancient tortures where they did do that. Like they just tied you up and you didn't. Your guts came out from heat oh. before you died. Damn. You imagine that? Damn. Like. I was uh, watching something about Rage Against the Machine yesterday, and they one of the album covers is that, that the monk. Self-emiliation, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That dude set himself on fire. Chose to do that. Who did that? This monk. That Vietnamese monk. Yeah, Vietnam, right. Right. Dude, so we were talking about the electric chair. It was invented by employees at Thomas Edison's works in oh, New God. Jersey. In a- yeah. Uh, and that that this in, this the inventor's involvement embarrassed so many of his biographers that uh, they kind of don't talk about the fact that it was Thomas Edison and his workers who invented the fucking electric chair. Wow! So it wasn't just the light. No, it was the light. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the the last light. The last light. <laughs> that's the light they talk about. You see when you go down the tunnel. Man, that's crazy. What's so what's to be known for? I you mean, electric chair. You just, I mean. I guess someone had to, right? I guess. I mean, who invented hanging? They used to, I mean, in the old days when they had a hanging, they would, they, families would come Everybody out. Everybody came. Yeah, it was like a spectacle. They would set up, they would set up like a picnic lunch and sell tr- tr- like souvenirs and shit. That's crazy. And, you know, you would watch a guy just drop. And now you can't, now it's like closed. I would assume no one, unless you're really involved somehow, you get to watch Yeah, but why would, I mean, I, I guess you, I guess if you had victims, you would watch it. Would you want to watch one? Morbid curiosity? Yeah, I hate to admit it, but yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, so I've not, I, there's got to be one. They show them online? I don't know. Have we gotten to where we're actually showing them on YouTube? I don't know. Let me see if I can. I mean, Sean pulled up an electric chair from Faces of Death, but it looked fake. Like, they didn't actually show him getting hit by the electricity. But I would, I, I, you know, a public execution is a public execution, man. I feel like if you hide that stuff, it makes it easier for people to ignore it. Like you would want people to be able to see it in order to. Wasn't it like, so it would be a deterrent? Right. 
Right. I'm, uh, no. But I, I didn't think about the death penalty when I committed my, my offense. I wasn't thinking about that. Well, and most people don't. No, I wasn't thinking about the penalty phase of what might happen to me. Except, you know, the uh, Night Stalker did. I don't know if he did it while, while he was killing him, but w- when they finally took him away and they, or, uh, they said he was going to die, um, he said, that was always part of the deal. I'll see you in Disneyland. That's what he <laughs> well, said. Well, he had time to think about it because he was like a serial killer. Or something. Yeah. Was, but like one... His life. Right. And how many deaths do you think like, happened from somebody getting in a fight and slipping and hitting their head or something like... I actually know someone when I was in prison in Nevada that... That happened to what happened? There were two friends, they were fighting, and uh, he one hit the other, and he fell in his head on semen and killed him. God damn, what buzzard luck, huh? That's terrible. They were good friends, man. So they got in a fight, and the guy just fell drinking, right? Drinking, yeah. I knew a guy who was drinking who passed out and passed out in such a way that that his head was tilted weird. And closed the air off to really? yeah, oh, no and shit. And he was so he was so passed out, and he died. Just wow. woke up dead. Like people came over, he like w- he woke up dead. No, but I mean, <laughs> then, <laughs> the next day people came over and were like, "Why aren't you answering a phone?" And then they saw him, and he was just leaning in a weird position. You Damn. Have to be like you can't even move muscles. Wouldn't like naturally like convulse your way out of something. I like mean, that? maybe that's. Was he? He was drinking. No, he was like blackout drunk. Like he was yeah. a serious alcoholic. He wasn't just having a couple. Right. I mean, how many people do you think? I mean, you know, how many people died just they're drunk and then choked on something in right. their sleep? Yeah, yeah throwing up in there. Yeah, like Mama Cass or whatever that was. Jimi Hendrix. Right. Uh, what's the What's the uh, ugly lady that did the rock and roll? Oh, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin, right? <laughs> The ugly lady. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She yeah, was. She, she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't, wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't Yeah. But uh. Keep talking, Brian. Keep talking. <laughs> How'd you get on the death penalty? I don't know. I don't really know. But yeah, I'm looking for video, and they don't have it. But they, you know, they hung Saddam Hussein in Iraq. Yeah. That's kind of crazy to me. Like that old one, school. Right? That's old school. And they find him with like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in American money on him. He was just <laughs> holding on to that money boy, at the very end. I know well, he was in a hole. Yeah, he was in a hole. He was in a spider <laughs> hole. Spider hole. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, look, dude. Before the sun had risen, a former deputy to Saddam Hussein was executed by hanging. His role in the killings of one hundred forty-eight. <laughs> Seen here, Taha Yasin Ramadan who was Saddam's vice president when the regime was ousted four years ago by incoming U.S. military forces. Ramadan is the fourth man to be executed under the new coalition government in Iraq. First was the Look, pu- infamous former president, Saddam Hussein. Dude, that's crazy. Look at that. They put a noose over his head. You can see it. And they've got masked men putting the noose over his head. Why are they always masking the executioner? What's the purpose of that? I don't know. I Why do they need to be anonymous? Because there's always more than one person involved in executions. You believe that? You believe that Bush was upset about that? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey! Next time you hang somebody, do it right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was. I mean, being executed for 142 deaths—that's just too good, right? They should have. Shouldn't it be like? 
Well, Saddam was kept alive there as long as it takes and just tortured their asses. I guess I don't know. I mean, Saddam killed more than a hundred. Think about how oh, many sure. people Saddam killed. Yeah, I mean thousands. Imagine. I mean, yeah. So he got off, he got off easy. And I so, mean, he he gave his life up. But do you think? I mean, when you're Saddam Hussein, do you think it's possible that you're going to be killed? Well, he I, he may be in his peak of his power. He probably thought he was untouchable. I mean, he was putting up statues. Statues of himself, yeah, he, and there was pictures of him everywhere. Yeah. You got to figure he thought that he was not ever in it. He was not going to die that way, right? Yeah. Right, and maybe he would like do a Noriega, maybe, and just wind up in a federal prison eventually if he didn't play. And he had these huge numbers of troops, thousands and thousands of troops. Where he thought because he had so many troops that, that instead know, he just completely insulated from. Instead, they eventually got their hands on him and they put a rope around his neck. Well, all them troops gave up. <laughs> you know, um, I uh, read Call Sign Chaos, uh, which is Jim Mattis's, General Mattis's uh, book. And he talks about the first Iraq war. And he was like, they were so outmatched. They oh, as soon as we would show up, they'd start throwing their weapons down and just and joining and be like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I had to listen. This was just a yeah, job. Yeah, listen, I didn't. I like what you guys are about. Yeah. Come on in. Do you have, let me introduce you to my sister. The, have you seen the video of the Highway of Death when they retreated from? No, you haven't seen that. No. All right, let's see. They were, they were, that's when they were really starting to give up. Then they didn't want no part of that. Why is it called the Highway of Death? Because they were all they were, they were retreating from from after they had invaded. And they, coming into allied and of a large Iraqi they, we killed everybody. The convoy was reported to be on the highway leading out of Kuwait City. Our first concern was how do we stop the Iraqis from returning this military equipment to Iraq? So we put airplanes that night. Well, yeah, that was the reason. <laughs> Pilots were ordered to stop the convoy at all costs. Exactly. Saw these jets, American jets, flying. A missile had just hit a barracks in Dahran, and at 60 or so. Oh my God! Look at that. And our mission was to go up and stop the retreating forces as they left Kuwait City. And he said, "Put some hate in your heart, and he'll be waiting here when we get back." Damn. When we took off, we'd expect hey, to see hey, the hey, hey, hey. city, but we weren't prepared for the magnitude, the number of vehicles that were on the ground that we saw That's when we right. broke out oh, under hey, the clouds. The air attack was relentless. Ooh. You never saw that before, huh? No. Uh, it's just explosions on the road, Nobody man. Nobody was going to make it back. That was, that was straight punishment. Oh, can you, hold on one second. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? We're talking about the highway of death. Uh... They had all these convoys, all these Iraqi convoys. You're stuck on a road. One way back. Giant fucking train on a road driving just for miles. And the U.S. Air Force is now just flying over that road and just dropping like fucking missiles and fucking ordnance. If you watch it, someone lo- running and they would just <laughs> violate them trying to get away. <laughs> that is fucking insane. All right. Damn. All right. We got to call what this. What happened with Capitol? We went from we went from capital punishment to hanging, uh-huh. and then hanging to Saddam Hussein, and then Saddam Hussein to the highway of death. That's how we got there. Mm-hmm. 
Because Saddam Hussein was hung. I don't think there's anything wrong. Let me just state for the yeah, record. Go ahead, please. There's nothing wrong with um, hanging. You know, myself. As long as it's not. If you're, if you're gonna, no, no. If you're gonna hang me, I don't have a problem with being hung. Hung. That shit's quick. You want to shoot me in a live firing squad? Well, I think if it breaks your neck, it's cool. quick. But if you don't, yeah. Well, it strangles, it strangles you. That's like. That takes well, I'm talking about the kind where they fucking kick open the door. And yeah, and your ass drops and breaks your neck. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to be hung where you're still able to touch the like floor. Like where they pull a rope over your fucking <laughs> yeah, neck yeah. And, pull, and pull you and harness you up a tree. Like a horse, like that guy. Like in the oh, western, yeah. you ever see that? The horse, the, the horse yeah, they ass. fucking tie it to the the horn the horn That's on a saddle. There. Yeah, strangle you. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, we got a new guest in here. We won't introduce him yet. But if you were to be executed, new guest. Would you prefer being shot, Mr. Hollick. hung, lethal injection, gassed? Or, ooh, I would uh, gassed. Ooh, Dude, that's gotta gassed. be terrible. Would you, terrible. How would you want to go, Pat? The lethal sounding the best out of what you're. Yeah, now, I agree. The one thing we said about the lethal was I thought that you still suffer and go through some shit. But what we did find out is that one of the fucking things, one of the things that they shoot in you, yeah. puts you out. That's the first but, one. The but first one. it's like a barbiturate. I had it right oh, here. But the thing is, is they have to put two in you. They put one in one arm and one in the other in case this one fucks up. They got the backup. Or it's clogged. not enough. Kids clogged. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pentobarbital is what they send into you to knock you out. Phenobarbital. That's the first one. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one is a, is a bromide that causes you to stop breathing. breathing. Yeah. Relaxes all your muscles. And the third one is uh, a potassium, potassium chloride, chloride that stuff. causes your heart to stop. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Right, dude. Like, because yeah, dude, because well, I had because, said that true. Like, like forty cc's is some good dope. I mean, put you out because you guys are smiling when you're talking about it. They don't want you to smile. It's a punishment. <laughs> Yeah. It's a capital crime. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying the powers that be don't want you to be happy about it. Well, they're it. confiscating all this fucking heroin and shit off the streets, right? Fentanyl, hey, all this shit. <clears throat> Use that <laughs> shit to fucking you know, put a motherfucker down. Nah. Let him go down easy. You know what? They right. don't. They don't. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Come on. We got a couple extra dope fiends in here, too, bro. So we got to go out easy, right? Yeah, go out right. Go. Right. The only way to go, right? The only way to go. If I was in like Utah, where you get a choice in the firing squad or hanging, yeah, yeah, no, they give you a choice. I'm right. not taking one of those. What you, <laughs> <laughs> which one are you taking? I'm, taking I'm getting a out. visit. I'm yeah, getting I'm a visit. You, give me a shot of dope. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I want. Uh, what about going. being a, a spy where you have the cyanide capsule? Do you? you would you? That's real. Yeah, or is I that do. Just the movies? No, I no, think that's real. They have Absolutely, real. but they don't have a capsule in their mouth. Is waiting to yeah. chew on it. It just stays up in there. Absolutely, they, they do. Well, you can. They have it. Keeping at the crack it. Yeah, yeah. They have it. They have it. it it's not melting. Yeah, and they yeah. have it palmed on their system. But they know that if they get caught and they've got secrets, they got to die. You, would you have the courage to do that? Would you have the ability to be like, fuck? That's gotta be a weird, terrible way to go. Yeah, cyanide's no fun. That's like foaming at the mouth and burning veins. When they drop it in a solution, when they drop it in the gas chamber, it just creates a gas. And uh, you strap it, you can't get away from it. 
Imagine yeah. World War One with all that mustard oh, gas. God. Hey, I wonder what I wonder how that looks going down. Wait, from what I've seen in the movies, the cyanide just instantly kills you. But maybe it doesn't so. really. Maybe you fucking no, no. It's probably it, cough. No, uh, you start fucking like you why, poison why, yourself. Why strap you in the chair? You can't get out of the gas chamber. You can't get out. But that's dropping it in. To it, that's how they do it. They drop it into a solution, right? And it's the gas, gas that comes out, right? I understand that. And here's the thing: I always thought was bizarre. Here why we go. It, why is there two chairs? Eric, what was it like? Uh, who's going to join you? <laughs> what was it like to die of cyanide poisoning at Jonestown? Right? Uh, yeah, they drank it. It's horrifying. It is not in any way a painless death. The deaths oh, in Jonestown shit. took anywhere between five and twenty minutes. Man. Five and 20 minutes. Terrible. First, your entire body starts to convulse. Then your mouth fills with a mixture of saliva, blood, and vomit. Then you Damn. pass out. Then you die. Did you show the pictures how they were laid up on top of each other? Oh, yeah. yeah. There was all little kids. Up. Little kids? Kids, yeah. yeah Fuck they made that. Yeah, kids James, that James Town was gnarly. Fuck bro. that. But yeah, so cyanide death ain't nothing nice. That's a fucking putrid death. That's not that's not like oh it's and then painless. you go to sleep. Okay. No, it's like your insides are fucking liquefying and you're vomiting, and you can't breathe in your cells. I think it blocks like energy or or oxygen to your cells. So even though you can breathe, it's not getting there. So it's like you're suffocating. Oh my god, this <laughs> horrible, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how do do we have five mics, Sean? Uh, yeah, I think we do. Do we want to just set up? Um, uh, our buddy over well, there. Can we end the show and then do another show? Start. Is that what you want to do? Well, let's yeah. Bring, I mean, let's we bring have two Patrick sh- right in right there. We can bring Patrick there, or we can even set him up back there. However you want to do it, Steve. What do you think? I want to put him right here where I can see him. All right, all right, all right. All right. You want to end this, Sean? Is that what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah. Jesus. We're gonna end this thing, huh? Yeah. When are we gonna end this thing, Sean? Like we do about this time. We take a cyanide Adios. pack capsule. Adios from the. Yeah. From the bunker. <laughs> Say goodbye, Brian. Goodbye, Brian.